Well, hello there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, and we expect you. That's right, because this is our monthly all about relationships show. Very popular. We talk about every relationship um, you can imagine, right? Your relationship with your friends, your coworkers, your fellow parishioners, your neighbors, your kids, your grandkids, your dog, your pets, your cat. Um, and we should be talking about our very, um, the, the most important relationship with God. So it's our all about relationships show, Jerry, and you know how much I love this show. It's a monthly show because we do our life coaching ministry and that's all about relationships as well. It sure is. So if there is any relationship at all in your life that you would like to talk about, you don't have to give names. You don't have to out people. You don't have to give a lot of the details, but maybe uh, maybe your marriage could use a, a little uh, nudge you know, forward, an encouraging word. Maybe you've got something going on with one of your children, perhaps a sibling, maybe uh, adult siblings you know, having a, a kind of an unhealthy relationship. Um, as Debbie said, it could be in the workplace, uh, you know, gym, at the gym, anywhere, any, anywhere you have relationships, and we all do. We have them everywhere we go. And if there's one you would like to talk about, maybe even one that's going fantastic, please feel free to share that because the Take-Two family loves praise reports, as we call them on our prayer shows, and you could really inspire and encourage people by telling them how you make a particular relationship work on a regular basis, okay? So 833 288 EWTN 833-288-3986. We care about our kids and our grandkids and our friends. And um, there's something that's happening right now that is really, um, it's problematic on many levels, folks. And, um, and that is this idea of trying to make um, our events and activities and special occasions um, a lot more memorable and uh, more unique and more fun, right? So, so there's all these, um, you know, wedding planners, event planners that are out there, and they give you this this uh, card of suggestions, Jerry. And on the suggestions, it says, you know, how to make your event really unique for your family members. So they always remember what, what great birthday party you threw or, you know, or what, um, you know, wedding you had or, or something of that nature. And a couple of, of the suggestions involve the occult. Yep, that's true. They involve hmm. the, they, they absolutely include things that will lead people into the occult, like tarot card reading and um, fortune telling and stuff like that. These things have become normalized in so many ways, and they're very dangerous. And so Jerry and I, as part of our Stand Tall Today ministry, we're providing a webinar tonight. And we do have many um, uh, those of, of you who are listening uh, have signed up already. That's great. You still have time. You, all you have to do is register at StandTallToday.com. Uh, Adam Bly is our guest for the webinar for an hour and 15 minutes. He will address the details of how dangerous this is and what's happening, the reason they're marketing it this way. And this goes um, right in line with relationships, Jerry, because, you know, we want to provide these fun times for our family and friends and these very unique, memorable moments, you know, oh, I always remember the Giorgiani wedding because they did this at their wedding, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's true. 
but we don't want to go into the occult. We don't want to be led into the occult and not even realize it until it's too late. And so that's why this webinar is happening tonight, folks. So please uh, tell your friends, register at standtalltoday.com. But Jerry, I know when I read that um, uh, the that article about um, how that's the, the new thing right now, everybody's trying to have these unique events. And, you know, during a, a moment like a wedding, uh, you know, it's supposed to be uh, sacred, you know, mm-hmm. and to bring and to introduce this kind of stuff is just really it's really sad actually well it is and there's a lot of that stuff going on out there so when we talk about relationships the parent-child relationship is extremely important in these days that we're living in right now so maybe maybe you want to talk about something along those lines you know maybe you're you, you've allowed your kids to have maybe cell phones or video games or something and now you have kind of maybe a little bit of difficulty reining that in or limiting that in their lives. Um, any relationship at all, if you are any, anytime we are in the, in the immediate proximity of another person and sharing thoughts, words, whatever, that is a relationship. And so if there's one that you would like to discuss on the program today, share your wisdom, share your lived experiences, your insights. 833 833- 288-EWTN. We have a couple of phone lines still open there. Mm-hmm. 833-288-3986. And Ace McKay, our producer, brought this to our attention uh, prior to this show, that there's an, an article that's circulating uh, talking about a, a, a sixth uh, love language. You know, we heard about the love languages, you know, words of affirmation, acts of service. You know, we, we know those love languages of that book that's out there and the teaching on that. And people have put that into good use and in practice in their relationships. But apparently there's this understanding of a sixth love language, and it has to do with wanting to be known to our our, our spouse in a very safe way, right? To We want our spouse to, to know us deeply, to understand understand us better, to accept us, and to feel safe showing um, ourselves to that spouse, right? So that we don't feel like, oh, you know, someday they're going to hold it against me in some fight that we might have 10 years down the road. You know, that's not, that's not healthy. So that's very interesting that this is circulating and it's becoming quite popular. Um, and we have encountered it in our life coaching ministry a lot. People want to feel safe, Jerry, in relationships. They don't want to share things that are very personal and very private private and have it be used against them in a future disagreement or something like that. So what, what would you say to something of that nature, a sixth love language? Well, um, things evolve. Um, we dig, deep, dig deeper into certain things like love languages. And I, I like the one that you're talking about, to be known and, and wanting to have that safe place. And so, yeah, I, I think that's a it could be a very positive development, sounds mm-hmm. like. Well, and that's what we'd like to talk about as well. So if you read this article, if you or if you see it circulating on social media, comment about it because we want to learn and grow together. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. Okay, we consider you part of the Take Two family if you're listening, if you hear the sound of our voices. Any relationship we will talk about, uh, maybe you want to just do a big shout out, um, you know, about a relationship that is just amazing to you and you just love it so very much or or maybe it was difficult in the past and you got through it and now it's just it's bright and wonderful and and it's it's part of your day. We love that. Let's share that on this in this wonderful worldwide stage we have here. Okay, so call in 833-288-3986. We expect to hear from you on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie.
Today we are talking all about relationships on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio. Join those who are already on the line. There is a line open for you if you'd like to grab that right now at 833-288-3986. And we're going to start with Dominic right after I tell you that EWTN Religious Catalog has a, I think, I think it's a must-get item. It's a Pope Benedict XVI Rosary. It's a beautiful rosary, the, per- the perfect reproduction of the official version that Girelia created for the Holy Father Benedict XVI. And it's made with bohemian glass beads and has a silver-plated antique finish. And the centerpiece features the pontifical coat of arms of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, God rest his soul. And on the reverse side, our Blessed Mother with the Child Jesus. It's normally $48, but if you order today, you can receive this special rosary. It's the Pope Benedict XVI rosary for just $29.99. It's available at EWTNRC.com, where you get standard free shipping for online orders $75 or more in the continental United States. Just simply use the code FREE when you check out. Okay, so please uh, call in if there's a relationship you'd like to highlight today. This is the show to do it. 833-288-3986. And as promised, we will go to um, who's first, Dominic in Hazleton, Pennsylvania on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Dominic. Welcome to Take Two. Hi, ma'am. How are you? Great. Yeah, my, you? My, 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 my issue is I've been sick for the last five months, six months. And I've been taking all my stress out on my wife. She's a good lady. She's a great lady. She's been helping with everything. But I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I mean, I've been trying. I've been praying. Chapter of Divine Mercy. I've been praying the Holy, the, the, the Lord's Prayer every day. But I, I just, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's my next, what's my next, what's my next thing to do to help. Help me get her better and get me better. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about doing any counseling or anything like that, Dominic? Honey, I, I haven't really thought of anything, but it's it's really sad because I'm taking too much pressure out on her. She mm-hmm. don't deserve it. She has a job she has to do. I can't even work. I can't work. I can't do anything. But I I I, I don't even know what to do. I'm trying to figure it out. Right. Well, sometimes, Dominic, let me ask you this question. Sometimes um, we say, we, we're thinking of the next thing to say. We're not really, um, we're hearing what somebody's saying, but we're really not listening. Um, is there a chance that maybe, um, and I'm just asking you this, are you doing a little too much talking and saying things and not enough just, you know, being pleasant and smiling and being affirming with your wife? Is that possible? Honey, I'm trying. I'm trying every day, but when I can't go out to work, all I'm doing is, is, is like I'm laying around like a bum. I can't, I have bad knees. I can't work. I can't bring no money in. It's tough. And I, and I feel sorry for her. She is a great lady. She's the greatest lady I know. It makes well, me want to cry right now. Yeah, Dominic, that's understandable, definitely, because you, you, and in your heart you don't want to be treating your wife this way. Definitely not. No, no, you know, sane husband would want to do that. Uh, it's obviously just stemming from I, I would I would guess a lot of frustration over your situation. But I, I would go back to something that you said. You said I re- there's really nothing I can do, and we, with all this time that you have on your hands around the house, you should be. I hope you are 
spending some of that time praying and pray specifically for your wife. Pray, God, change my heart. Lord, change my heart so that the love that I know is in there for my wife will come out and not any of these things that will offend her or degrade her or anything like that. So have you thought about maybe just having a really definitely set prayer time every day, maybe for an hour or something like that? Sir, I pray every day, 5 o'clock in the morning, the chaplet of the divine mercy. I pray that every morning, faithfully, and I love her to death. It's it's tough. It really is. And Dominic, another another form of prayer is is vocal prayer, and it doesn't have to be um, things that are written. You know, we don't have to read written prayers all the time. We should, and they're very good. And the Chaplet of Divine Mercy is great. But maybe think about this, and maybe you've done this before already. And I don't know for sure. But just say in your own words, you know, pour your heart out to God and say, God, here's what's happening in in my life. This is my situation. He knows it, of course, already. But this is how I'm treating my wife sometimes. And I don't want to do that. And ask for his help and ask St. Joseph for his help in in bringing you to a place where you treat your wife like the, you know, the queen that she really should be in your life. So Mm -hmm. give God, you know, a chance to work in your heart, Dominic, by just pouring your heart out to him in, in your own words. What do you think about that? But I, I appreciate everything. I'm, I'm just so distressed over all it is that it's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard when I when I hurt her like I do. I'm sorry for that, but I got to figure it out. I guess well, I appreciate. Dominic, Dominic, let me let me just jump in because we had some of our Take Two family members um, sent in messages as you were speaking, and they're sensing in you that you're really, really down about this. And so they're all praying for you right now, Dominic. Okay, you need to get yourself well, mind, body, and spirit. You need to get in balance, and you need to be feeling better about you. Okay. Is there a way you can reach out? Um, maybe even ask your wife to help you find somebody for you, Dominic. I know you feel terrible at what you're doing uh, to your wife. Um, and I understand that we, we've, we can hear that from you deeply, but you sound very, very down from the situation that you're in there, but there's help out there, Dominic, there's help out there. You don't, you, God does not want you to stay in that place. And I'm sure your wife wants to see you much happier. Um, deep inside of your, your being. So, so that's what we're going to pray for, that you really get to a place where you know how much God loves you, you, are, you are, are receiving it, and you are working on yourself to be the best you can possibly be and be the healthiest. What do you say to that, Dominic? We're having our Take-Two family are sending in messages um, quite rapidly because they feel that about you. They want you to get well. I've tried my best, ma'am. I hope I thank you for all your your response, and I hope hopefully things will work out. I thank you very much. Okay. okay, stay strong, Dominic. Stay strong. Bless you, Dominic. Yeah, yeah, and just know of the prayers of the entire Take Two family around the world, and it's not just right now, a quick little prayer at this moment, Dominic, but it's going to be prayers going forward each and every day for you and your wife and your situation. So, 
833-288-3986. Any relationship you would like to discuss on the program today, as Debbie likes to say, it's not because we're nosy. We just want to see if maybe uh, you can you know, help, help a relationship out that might not be as strong as you want it to be. Or again, as we like to say, if you've got one that's going great, like your marriage, if you've found some tools and, and, and ways to keep the marriage just you know, totally in love with your spouse and living and, and going along with great harmony, we'd love to hear you share that as well at 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. And we're also, Dominic, if you're still listening, we're getting messages um, coming in from very, very wonderful uh, Take Two family members saying, you know, to to really join your suffering, Dominic, to Christ. Okay, really do that. Make meaning, uh, create meaning out of this uh, that you're going through. We all get to do that. Okay. And it's it's something that can really benefit benefit us here on this side of the veil. And of course, um, when we get uh, um, to the other side. So it's a beautiful thing to do that and to make meaning out of and create meaning out of suffering. And Jerry, you talk about that a lot about, you know, you're not, you, you don't suffer well. Maybe uh, make a couple comments on that because maybe if Dominic's still listening, he, you can give him some practical steps. Well, yeah, I've said on the show many times, I am a horrible sufferer. I don't suffer very well. Um, I try and, you know, at least at the beginning, put up a, a good a good fight and a good front and trust in Jesus. But you know what? Suffering is, it's not a positive thing. You know, it comes into our lives and suffering is painful and it leads us sometimes to, as, as it was the case with Dominic, to take things out on his wife and so forth. So yeah, just be be aware, Dominic, that whatever it is that you're going through in your heart, it's probably more emotional suffering than anything else, but just lift that up to the Lord and just say, Lord, I don't like this. I don't deal with this very well. Please help me to do that. Help me to see your example of trustful surrender in your passion and on the cross and help me to live a life that, that is like that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay, let's hear what Vivian has to say in Plano, Texas, listening on our friends at Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Vivian. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Yeah, hey, listen, Vivian. I've called a couple of times. Um, I was just uh, thinking about um, um, relationship, you know, like right now, I, I know Debbie, I've called a couple of times about my mom who has dementia and all that. But right now, I just feel like since I'm the oldest, my siblings are not doing what they're supposed to do. It's just constantly. But that relationship that I have with my blessed Virgin Mary, I don't know how to explain it. You know, I it's what is helping me. You know, I feel I have uh, my biological mom, but I just feel that she is more than that. She is my mom. She is my everything. You know, like when I'm going, I say, Mother Mary, you know, that is just the relationship I have with her, that um, some of her virtues, I use it to relate to, you know, there are days I, I can't do any, I, I'm just so upset. I'm like, Mother Mary, she's there. I'm driving, she's there. Mother, I just thank you. You are, you are on my right side. Your son is on my left side. She's everything now in my life, you know. I just, I just want to share that, you know. Mother Mary, I don't know. She... She's just everything. She is. She's my true mother. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, Vivian. It's a beautiful 
um, you know, revelation, if you will, uh, kind of an epiphany that you have received and you've come to realize the role that our Blessed Mother, the Virgin Mary, can play in your life as a mother. And we just, we always encourage listeners to this show, please go to Mary. She, she says in the Bible, she says, you know, do whatever he tells you at the wedding feast at Cana. Those are probably the most important. She says other, other words in the Bible, but those are probably the most important. Do whatever he tells you. The Holy Family is the perfect model of family life. Um, Vivian, you and I and Debbie and all of us, we have experienced the dysfunctions of family life early in life and even maybe as adults. So uh, I, I agree, Debbie, the Blessed Virgin Mary can be, and St. Joseph, of course, don't want to leave him out, can be real, real spiritual supports for those who yeah. want family life to go harmoniously. Yeah. Well, you're, you're not going to get an argument from me, Vivian, because I pray the Memorari um, many times a day. And I love late, Lady Undoer of Knots. I just found out that there's a Byzantine uh, Lady Undoer of Knots um, chapel and sacred site in Tucson, Arizona, which is an hour and a half from where I live, Vivian. I can't wait to go there. I didn't even know it. It's only an hour and a half away. So she's our spiritual mom. And you know, the sooner we, we realize how much she loves all of us and we, we count on her, we lean on her. Um, you know, she wants to help. She wants to help with our family dynamics. She wants to be there. And and that's what I, I love about the fact that we serve a God that loves um, cooperation. And that's why we have the support, the heavenly support, Vivian, of the angels, the holy angels, uh, the saints, the blessed mother. We have that support. And God wants us to work together just like he wants the church militant here, those of us here on this side of the veil, to work together. And how he wants us to pray for the souls in purgatory. So we're all connected as as the body of Christ. And you know, when we when we keep that bigger view, Vivian, I believe it rises above any dysfunction we have we have in our families. Because sometimes I think we get in this tiny little fishbowl with our families and we just we swim around with our families and we just say, Okay, this is it. This is our whole world. It's much bigger than that. It's much better than that. What do you say? Say to that, Vivian. Yeah, no, you are you you really right. You hit the nail on the head because um, there's so many people out there right now uh, who don't have a relationship with their mom who brought them into the world. You know, they feel children that have been moved from one foster home to the other. It's like why did they? But just like you just said, now with with our Blessed Virgin Mary, you know, um, just knowing. That that yes, I may not have this with my mom, but I know she's there. I I know this is where I seek her comfort. This is where I seek refuge. Her, her just everything, you know. That is just how I'm living my life right now with her. You know, driving, sleeping. You know, just I can't do this, mother. Just closing my eyes, just knowing she's holding my hand. That is how I feel. Yeah. You know, yeah. just thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Vivian. That's a great mental image. I love that. We're just walking, walking along hand in hand with our Blessed Mother. Um, we all, God willing, love our biological parents, fathers and mothers. But as Vivian, you were pointing out, we have uh, the spiritual versions of each of those as well. Um, as Jesus gave Mary to us when he was on the cross as our mother. And of course, God is our true father in heaven. So thank you, Vivian, for the call. God bless you. You'll be in our prayers. 
Take two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. This is all about relationships. We would love to have you join us if there is any relationship at all that you would like to talk about within the family, outside of the family, at the workplace, anything else that you would like to discuss regarding any relationship you have. Again, you can keep the names and the the details out of it if you want. Maybe you can just want to call in and get a little bit of Um, You know, hopefully a a little bit of a nugget of something that could help you move forward and have a better relationship. 833-288-3986. And uh, Ace McKay, our producer, talked about this article about the sixth love language. And if you want to talk about that as well, about acceptance and having kind of a a safe place for you to be yourself and have your spouse or your your loved one really know you, right, and not use it against you. Let's talk about it. 833-288-3986. This is your show all about relationships today on Take Two. All about relationships today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. This is our monthly show where we highlight every single kind of relationship we could you could imagine. Maybe you're on your summer vacation with your family and they're driving you crazy and you want to talk about it. Okay, pull over safely to the side of the road. Make sure you can make a, uh, a call and you can we can talk about it. You can keep uh, everybody's names uh, private and confidential. You just use your confirmation name or a name that you always wished you were given. That would be wonderful. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. We'd like to um, speak with you because you're part of the family. You don't know it yet, but you are. 833-288-3986. Please call us today. But before we um, go back to social media and the calls, Jerry, a great big congratulations is going out to a longtime member of the EWTN radio family. Guadalupe Radio Network is celebrating their 23rd year with EWTN today. Their 46 stations serve Texas, New Mexico, Kansas, Alabama, Florida, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. Congratulations to Toya Hall, Sammy Rodriguez, Richard Reyna, and their great team at Guadalupe Radio Network from all of us here at EWTN. We love you guys. You're doing a great job, and wow, you're getting bigger by the second. I mm-hmm. love it. So Toya and Sammy, Richard and the team, and there's a lot of folks on the team. Love to see these networks not only uh, survive and grow, but thrive. Thrive, and, yes. Uh, and the Guadalupe Radio Network is one of the largest Catholic radio networks in the country. There are others, maybe have a few more stations, but not many, not many folks. Having all of those signals on the air is important, and that is due in part, actually due almost exclusively to you, the Take Two listeners, the EWTN listeners, because when stations come on the air, they are listener supported, and some of them are having their summer pledge drives right now. Um, please be very, very generous. Make even a sacrificial gift if you have to, because Debbie, I know you, you we, you, we agree on this. We talk, it all, talk about it all the time. The urgent need to have Catholic radio on the air. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We need Catholic radio now more than ever. And, you know, there's summer uh, one-day appeals, two-day appeals happening all around the country with Catholic radio stations. When your local listening area comes to you and says, hey, it's our summer slump pledge drive, please uh, give generously. And, and, and if you can remember EWTN, that would be wonderful because it's very important. We really do need Catholic radio to go strong into the future. Jerry and I put together a book called Trustful Surrender. It was about um, loved ones who have walked away from the faith and then they come back, their stories, the real life stories of the Take-Two family. And, um, you know, they credit, so many of the stories credit Catholic radio for bringing them back. They found their way back through tripping onto the station, listening, or somebody said, hey, there was a good show. Why don't you listen? Hey, w- hey, there's Take-Two with Jerry and Debbie. Why don't you call in? And and wouldn't you know it, people get hooked. And before you know it, they, they are coming back into Holy Mother Church. So that is beautiful. And that's that's also all about relationships, Jerry, because, you know, we are a family and um, we are the body of Christ. And, and when one walks away, it hurts all of us. And mm. when one comes back, we all rejoice. And that's a beautiful thing. But Jerry, I have something I want to I want to put out on the table uh, for our listeners to kind of think about, maybe call in, uh, because this has come up recently. And it really it's really interesting. You know, um, Ace was talking about different trends, right? Trends around the country, around the world. And it's so true how we're, we're all like creatures of habit. We all kind of do the same thing. It's, it's very interesting. But right now, there's something happening right now that I find I find this very odd and I don't know if it's from the uh, fallout from the pandemic and, and, you know, everybody just trying to find out who they are again after the pandemic and stuff like that. But I noticed that, especially in our life coaching ministry, we're getting a lot of um, inquiries about this idea that they're finding that people are having a hard time looking at each other in the eye, in the eyes, they, they can't connect people aren't connecting well. So they're, they're looking at the other person, you know, they're making that eye contact, but then they're dropping their eyes or they're looking away or they're kind of looking all over the place. And then they're coming back and making eye contact and then looking away again. And it's becoming very annoying to people. And I'm just wondering, is that happening in your world, uh, Take Two Family? Because I wonder if this is a problem that, that we're noticing as well, an additional problem. There's many, there are many problems that have happened. Um, but, uh, you know, we have the low grade depression after the, after the, uh, pandemic, we have, uh, people, you know, leaving their, their relationships because they spent way too much time with that person and they don't want to spend any more time with that person. Um, and then we have this eye contact issue. What have you noticed that in your world? Oh yeah. Oh, you have definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I can I can probably um, you know add to that. I don't want to say take it a little bit further, but add a different element onto that. And as you know, I'm kind of a gym rat. You know, I've always loved to go to play basketball and lift weights and swim at the gym and so forth. Today, these days, right now, and and I usually like to end my workouts with time in the sauna or the steam room or something. Uh, in the steam room, it's not such a, a, a noticeable because there's the steam. But in the sauna, you can have six, eight, ten people sitting in there. They're all, they, they're on their phones, they, they've got their earbuds in. Nobody looks at anybody at any point when they come in, when they leave, or while they're in there. And I can remember a day, Debbie, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that wasn't the case. You would actually look at people and talk to people and have a conversation with them. And, you know, obviously it was usually about, you know, sports or something, you know, that guys like and have in common. But so I, I'm with you 100%. I, it really bothers me. Something that is so important to me is to look 
the person in the eye that I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is important for me to do. And when I see that not being done to me, I, I don't judge. I don't get critical. I just, I, I wonder. You know, I sometimes just say, well, I wonder why, you know, this individual has to kind of be looking off to the side or whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. it could be anything. Could be it's something that's not bad at all, you know, but I agree well, with you. Eye to eye contact is yeah. important. Well, that's interesting because, you know, they talk about the eyes are the windows, uh, the window to the soul. Um, and, you know, when you do make that uh, soul to soul connection, there is there is um, an intimacy there. And in life coaching, we, we always say intimacy. Intimacy is into me, you see into me, you see, right? And so um, that's, and, and, and I know there's body language experts that have come out and said, well, if people look down to the left or, you know, to the right, or they look around or whatever, they're hiding something, they're not telling the truth, they're insecure, they're this or that. Okay, well, that could be true. But, you know, I, I've always said it like this, Jerry, I feel sometimes that if people will not even make eye contact, it doesn't give you a sense that you're, you're valued, Right. You're, you're, mm-hmm. it, it makes you feel like, wow, they don't even know that I exist. They don't even know I'm right in front of them. Right. Do, mm-hmm. d- does that ever happen to you? Because sometimes just subconsciously that kind of goes, I think, uh, through my brain. It does. Yeah. And I, I would say uh, absolutely. I, that has happened to me a lot. And one thing that is also kind of a disturbing trend to, for me is uh, being one of the ushers at church at, at one of our masses on, on Sunday. Um, we always like to extend a verbal greeting. Hello, good morning, welcome. And so many people, and, and I would say especially young people, they don't look up, they don't look at you, they don't acknowledge your greeting or anything like that. And I, I just ask myself, you know, where, where is this person, you know, in their life right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, I, I don't say any of this with judgment because I don't know, but it, it just makes me scratch my head, you know, that there isn't this warmth you know that comes the from warmth. people yes. you know, the, yeah i think you know um warmth is so important it can be shown in so many different ways like you said eye to eye contact a simple little nod maybe a word of greeting when you meet somebody or pass somebody so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean in, in our relationships we have i think we have not gone in always the right direction in terms of how we relate to other people in recent right. years right Absolutely. Well, this is good stuff we're talking about here on uh, Take Two, but let's hear what Angel has to say in Arizona on EWTN.com. Hi, Angel. Hi, good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing How well. are you? Yeah. Yes, uh, just when I did some sharings with uh, your audience, I had a big issue going on with my entire family. Uh, it's related to properties, but it's usual. But I've, uh, I'm just want to get your prayers for, for our families, for Lopez, Lopez Rivas families that is going through a very, very difficult situation. Okay. So real quickly, let me just make sure. So do you, do you go by Angel? You're right. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this question. So if I, if I heard you correctly, you, there's a, is there a dispute over property or something? Did somebody pass away? Can you give us a little more detail so we can pray specifically? No, no, no. The, the situation is that uh, I had to purchase a property, but I, uh, fortunately I got an approval from my mother back in the years that she, you know, wanted to help me out with, with the signature as a co-signer. Okay, gotcha. And over, over the years, you know, I was a purchaser. I was everything, and my mom and, and my name was involved in the, in the purchase loan. 
But over the time, my family members, they one day decided that, you know, my mom had the property on her name, so they wanted to take advantage and, and uh, you know, use my mom as a, uh, a way to get some benefit out from the property, even though she never had nothing to do with payments or, you know, any down payments or anything sure. like that, you know. Sure. I understand that if it was anything that I'm trying to keep my mom's home, that she ever lived in the home, or she purchased her own home, and I want to take advantage over my entire family and keep that property, then that, that I know that it's unfair. But in this case, it's my property. I had purchased it. The only sin I committed is I asked my mom for help. And I'm, I'm just ask yourself and your audience, anybody will help her, her son or daughter to buy anything. I mean, if there's a responsible son, I don't see why not. We will not help it, you know, to, to buy something. But that doesn't put you in a situation that eventually you're going to ask for, for something back. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, helping your, your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, yeah, and Angel, uh, we keep a prayer book, as you may know if you listen to the show with any regularity, and we have already added the names of the families that you gave us on the air there and Mm -hmm. yourself and anybody involved in this situation. Um, As you found out, and maybe you knew this already, Angel, but within families, there are a lot of different dynamics that can create uh, tension and difficulties. And not the least of which of those is surround, you know, involves around, you know, financial matters or property or things like that. Uh, It sounds to me, if I understand you correctly, and I hope I do, you know, you were the one who uh, put out the money for this piece of property. Are you saying that, you know, you, you want this to be recognized simply as your property and not anybody else's like on the, on the, on the title or the deed with you? Yeah, that, that's it's always been. It's always been that way. But like I okay. said, over the time, we you know with uh, bad relationships among family members and stuff like that, they one day decided that you know they can make a war against me. All they did is just have my mom isolated from me, and you know put in my mom all kinds of negative stuff about me that I'm evil and I'm this and everything. I've ever, the worst, the worst they can picture to my mom, and she's already 97 years old. Mm-hmm. So as you know, you know. She's, she's like a child right now. You can do anything with a child or you know, do anything with uh, other people like that. Right. Well, Angel, uh, just so you know, we're, we're on it, okay? We've got the prayers going already, so we got confirmation on that. So that's a good thing. So we hope you experience and feel those prayers. The one thing that I just would say is, uh, you know, with family members, um, a lot of times we... We say a lot of things to other family members that we wouldn't say to strangers and people we work with, right? So there's a there could be a lot of crossing of boundaries and stuff. And so all I would suggest, please, is to maybe enlist some professional help around you and your siblings. Your mom, like you said, she's she's elderly. You know, she deserves the respect and peace that you know she's worked hard to achieve that. So so let her be. But with your siblings, try to get some professional help to sort this out so you can remove the emotion and really get to the heart of what the issue is, get to the truth and settle it. Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. We will eventually get to the truth uh, sooner or later. So I got on my faith in God that he's going to do his part while, while we do our own part. Mm-hmm. That's exactly, uh, Angel, that's what you need to do. Do what you can humanly do and really rely on God for the rest. And we definitely, as Debbie said, will be praying for you, for your whole family, uh, both families, and this entire situation. So thank you, Angel, for the call. 
833-288-3986. All about relationships today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And I am I'm very excited about something coming up. It's Father Benedict Groeschel's 90th All-Day Sunday. EWTN Radio will remember Father Benedict on the 90th anniversary of his birth, All-Day Sunday, as his friends share their memories. And we hear inspiring messages from the spiritual master himself and discover the life and legacy of Father Groeschel with CDs, DVDs, and books from EWTN Religious Catalog. So if you want to, want to learn more about this, visit EWTNRC.com today. And then Sunday, it's going to be all day celebrating the 90th, what would have been the 90th birthday of Father Benedict Groeschel. I love him and miss him very, very much. Um Okay, so we're going to go back to the phones, but I just wanted to say, uh, Dominic, if you're still listening, um, our first caller, we have one of our Take Two family members going to Mass right now for you and your intentions. You see how the Take Two family uh, just steps up and we're, we are the mystical body of Christ in action. So let's hear what Marsha has to say in Clover, South Carolina, listening on Alexa. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Debbie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. So um, I was listening. I'm a first-time listener, um, and your top topic about how uh, our relationships at Mass have changed, and I wanted to contribute to that because I've noticed we've also lost the ability to extend our hand and, uh, you know, wish people well at the moment of uh, peace be with you at Mass, mass and I, I do miss that. Uh, so I was actually thinking of that over the weekend because people are hesitating and it'd be great to just, you know, reconnect, leave the pandemic behind and, and be open to, to reaching out and actually shaking people's hands at mass. So, um, just wanted to share that because it resonated. Um, yeah, your comments on how we've changed post pandemic resonated specifically how we interact at mass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, well, no argument from us. We we totally have experienced the same thing, Marsha. And I, I will tell you, it was interesting. Um, there was this beautiful um, um, couple behind my husband and I at mass a couple weeks ago. And um, at the uh, at the sign of peace, um, he tapped us and he said and he said um, they, they were right behind us. And at, he tapped us and he said, can we shake your hands? And we and we were like, yeah. And it was so, it was so beautiful and so sweet from the heart and innocent, but you could tell there was this hesitancy. And not only that, the strange thing about it, Marsha and Jerry, people around us looked at us like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Why are you touching each other? You know, it was the oddest thing. And I, I just felt, wow, we have really disconnected and gone so far away from each other that we don't, not, we don't even know how to, how to, it's, it's very awkward. Um, Marsha, I don't know how we bring it back only, I guess, slowly. And we just, we just, you know, go back to being, um, you know, soul to soul connected again and, and move to a place where people are comfortable with each other. I, I don't know how else to do it. We pray, we've, we've, we've been, we've been praying a lot about it, but I don't see it getting any better. Any, any other comments? No, no other comments. I'm praying for it as well. Hopefully we can, uh, uh, grow closer together again. So thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Thanks mm -hmm. for calling Marsha. Appreciate it. Yeah, that is, it has become kind of an awkward moment at the sign it's of awkward. peace. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I will typically just nod anymore, 
partly because you know we, we do still see people wearing masks out in, 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 in outside in society and even at church and so you know you wonder perhaps they have some kind of uh, you know um, um, uh, susceptibility you know maybe to COVID mm-hmm. or something like that yeah. we need to be totally respectful of that but I, I miss it. You know, I miss, we just, I, I think I said on the show earlier, just a week ago, a week or two ago on Sunday, we got the precious blood back uh, being distributed at Mass again in our parish, which is a huge move forward for us and very, very grateful for that. Um, so maybe maybe time, Debbie, is the only thing that's going to kind of bring people to a point where they're, they're comfortable and shaking hands because, like I said, I'll just nod and sometimes you sort of, instinctively reach your your hand yeah, out there yeah. a little bit and then you pull it back and somebody else reaches mm-hmm. theirs out and so to finally you realize oh okay they, they do want to shake hands you know right, so you right. do yeah so it's it's one of those things you know it, it's a lot of things came out of the pandemic that really still have us you know not really quite thinking uh, the way that we used to before it happened right and that's why i feel sorry for the young ones because they that's all they know you know they they they're growing up through the pandemic so um let's hear what and i hope i get your first name correct mariana did do i have it in huntsville alabama on youtube that's right yes you got it correct oh good welcome welcome thank you thank you pleasure to hear you guys thanks my question was just um you know as it's so common uh, a big family me and my husband have seven children from 17 to seven months a three-year-old with special needs, and he's just the sole provider. He works all day, every day except for Sundays, and it just seems like we're just drifting further and further apart. And, you know, I was wondering if you guys had any ideas or what would be a good way for us to kind of just try to, to reconnect and, and I don't know, seeing and getting to know each other again. Because at this point, I almost feel like, you know, we don't even know each other. We don't talk. We don't, you know, aside from the regular, hey, how are you? Fine. And and that's that, you know. Yeah. Well, and let me just share something with you. Um, You're not alone. Okay, those that have uh, families that they're raising, um, they feel that way. They feel like they're two ships passing in the night. Uh, You know, they're just doing the household maintenance stuff and not really connecting as husband and wife. Um, And if that's what you're you're asking, I can I can share with you from a life coaching perspective. The easiest thing to do right away is um, really treasure those stolen moments. And what I mean by that is um, is is. Um, Mariana, what you want to do is actually schedule short, uh, wonderful times, uh, some that you, you schedule, some that are spontaneous with your husband. And I mean short, as short as two minutes and make the most of it. And here's a simple thing you can do. How about, um, you know, put on your favorite song, maybe your wedding song. It's what, three, three and a half minutes, maybe four minutes long. Okay, four minutes and dance in front of the children. Uh, the two of you, that four minutes, and then go your separate ways and do your, your chores and routine. Okay. But those stolen moments, those precious moments, they go a long way. I think sometimes people feel like, well, in order to correct this, we have to spend, you know, days and hours and weeks with each other. You don't have to do that. You can just do little taps, um, uh, all day long. And that is, that is what true romance is all about. What, what do you say to that? That's beautiful. I have never thought about it that way. And it, it really, yeah, it really resonates with me. And <laughs> that's beautiful. Thank you. 
Well, and here well, you can make it fun. Tell your, ask your husband, say you schedule uh, one three minute uh, encounter with each other. I'll schedule another three minute. We'll leave one for just spontaneous where we uh, just look at a sunset for two minutes together and, and hold hands, whatever works, but the short little bursts of those pr- precious times uh, carry us and go a long way. Jerry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. No, no problem. Mariana, I was just going to add, you you may do this already. I don't know. Maybe it's been a long time since you and your husband went out on a date, but a lot of married couples will go on what they call a date night. And I bring this up mainly because you mentioned you've got a 17-year-old down to seven months. And I know families, my brother and sister-in-law did this once their oldest children were old old enough to, you know, watch the rest of the kids and babysit. You've got a built-in babysitter right there and you don't need to do it a lot. Maybe, uh, you know, don't need to do it maybe every week, but maybe once a month, you know, just talk to your oldest child or oldest children and say, you know, mommy and daddy are going to go out and we're going to have dinner together somewhere. We're just let them know we're going on a date, you know, because we love each other and we want to spend this time together with you. And you guys are going to be great. You know, maybe order them a pizza before you go and they can have a pizza and maybe watch their favorite movie on TV or something. So, but Debbie's right. You, you need to, you need to get those moments uh, together um, just you and your husband, because, uh, you know, if, if the two of you aren't, you know, really solid and healthy in your own personal lives, your prayer lives, and of course, as, ma- as a married couple, like you said, you know, you feel sometimes like you're drifting apart, and I know neither of you want to do that, so. No, no, not at all, and the date night has, we haven't tried that, but it's always been, like, in the back of my mind. I remember watching, I think it was on, is it Joy and Jim, or Jim and Joy? Yeah. They had a date night priest, and I remember him saying that, and I thought about that. I just struggle, I think, a little bit with the mommy guilt, and I think with just, like, especially in today's day with social media, you know, it kind of seems like the parents need to do everything, and, and boy, if you have seven children, like, you know, your children are suffering because why do you have so many, and why do they have to take care of each other, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, from a Christian point of view, that it's great, you know, for them to have a bunch of siblings because it teaches them, you know, to be responsible and to love other people. You know, the love of neighbor that I think we're missing so mm-hmm. much, especially, you know, today. Sure. But I think I do. You know, even they'll tell me sometimes I'll be like, here, you know, watch your little sister for a minute. I got to use the bathroom. Well, she's your baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, yes, yeah, she's my baby. She's your sister. <laughs> Let me use the bathroom. <laughs> So I think it's just, go ahead. Well, maybe you take the youngest one with you, seven months old. Maybe you take that particular child with you or a couple of the younger ones. But um, you're you're on the right track. You know, you're thinking about these things and calling in today. Mariana tells us you really want to see this work out between you and your husband. That'll be our prayer for you and your entire Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. I always say dancing, go dancing. It's very, very wonderful for couples. Carolyn and the others, we're not going to get to you today, but we have another All About Relationships show next month, okay? so Or you can always email us. We love to hear your stories, and, and you can ask your questions there at take2 at EWTN.com. Don't forget to uh, register for the webinar tonight with Adam Bly on the occult at standtalltoday.com. Tomorrow, what struggles have you faced with your adult kids? That's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you tomorrow. Thanks to the show team. Have a beautiful and blessed day, everybody. And may St. Joseph please continue to pray for us.